All right, here we are with Simplified Science on Ski Mask Media. I am Chick Mangione, and here we have Juggy. Hello. What's up, Chick? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I came up here, and I was on the way, and I, even though I hit a little bit of traffic, um, it kind of settled me down. I'm really, I was really excited to be here in a different kind of format. Yeah, this is awesome. So good to have you in person, shooting mm-hmm. our first little thing that we got going on here. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, seems like a good day to talk about some science. Let's do that. Let's be geeks. Let's talk health science. Hell yeah. Because I think uh, people who are looking for education in science, I think that people don't generally go the route that we took, like this strict education, open up your textbooks, know how the body works, then go from there. Most people, it seems like they kind of just go off of each other's friends. They'll go off of what they hear, what they see. It's uh, it's very trendy and it kind of develops these myths that they don't really know how to overcome. Right. So let's give a little background about ourselves so yeah. that people maybe trust us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, Juggy, what did you do for school? What was your major? Where'd you go? Mm-hmm. I did. I went to Southern Connecticut State University, home of the owls. Woo! Hoot hoot and um yeah, never do that yeah shout out to hoot loot cards, man. I got so much gas and like free free food off of that stuff. But um more seriously, I, I did exercise science was my major, and interestingly enough, my concentration was human performance. And I thought that was a very broad thing where I can get some jobs, but um that didn't quite didn't didn't really work out for me, but that's okay. Not. No, so. no. Here I am with a, a straggly beard, and I'm and I'm, and I'm podcasting <laughs> in <so>. a basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, basement dwellers. Now that's all right. Yeah, Times Square is so. looking pretty good now. It's looking pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, this is this is know. COVID time Times Square right now. This is COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how about yourself? Tell us a little bit about where your educational comes from. So I actually went to Southern Connecticut State University too. I However, probably graduated high school when you graduated college, so not calling you old or anything, but you know, uh, different times. So we might have some different perspective on things, which is really cool. But I also graduated with exercise science, human performance, Mm -hmm. and I realized, well, I can't do shit with this because (laughs) it's pretty much a stepping stone major and it's preps you for nothing. Wait, something we didn't go over, actually. I don't know if you've seen in their department. Have you seen the career shelf on their uh, at the bottom floor, like where they have all those lower body ergometers and bikes and all that stuff? There's like (laughs) dusty. There's like literally one file flopped over with dust on it. And like there's a piece of paper that basically just says, try your luck next year or something. It's just it's awful. And I'm sorry, but they just don't they don't do well when it comes to connecting the dots after graduation. Um, But that's 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 just an opinion of one uh, former student there. I did learn a lot, though. Yeah, two former students, because I completely agree with you. I also learned a lot. But the biggest issue that I had was there was no. So if you were a P.E. major, you were going to work as a phys ed teacher. Single track. If, exactly. If you no were options. an athletic yeah. training major, you were going to become an athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. But now here we are uh, basically just pieces of shits because we're <laughs> human performance majors and you have nothing to do. Right. But no. So it's I think it's up to us. So I decided to probably like a lot of students in that major, I decided to continue going to school. So I ended up going and I was like, oh, well, human performance can't do anything with this job 
or with this major, let me go now and get a master's in that as well, because that's going to do me so much better. <laughs> yeah. So then I, so then I, you're just a well-certified piece of shit now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm just getting the papers <laughs> at this point. Fuck it. Like, what are you going to do? Exactly. Oh, okay. so, but, but, uh, how was that experience? Cause that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, a choice that I didn't choose to take. Cause I was like, masters, I'm just going to hold off for a little bit. I was very burnt out at that point. Cause I commuted and there was just, it was, it was a much different track for me for you personally. How was the master's program? Honestly, I thought it was pretty much an extended version of the undergraduate program. But the cool thing about it was that I got to do a little bit more on my own. So I did my own research study, which was really cool. Nice. I, I did a thesis. So I wrote a hundred page thesis where I got a lot of experience for hundred pages. Yeah. I nice. think that was a little excessive. I, I became a huge nerd because I never liked school ever, ever, ever. Absolutely hated it. As I'm with kid. you on that. I've never, never been a big fan. Yeah, no. It's just, then, it just doesn't suit some people. And especially because I always got pissed off when, for example, like if I was learning about history and I'd be like, fuck, like I can't apply this to anything <laughs> in my life. I don't care about it. Yeah. Like can't retain anything. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln had a great like VO2 max. Yeah, like, right? You can't, there's no, it doesn't make any sense. It was like, you know, like, oh, look at all the Coliseum or something like that might be, but it's like, I would like to know Thomas Jefferson's nutritional intake and I would like to know his BMI. And Is that so much to ask for? That he looked. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a shame that we didn't have those records. Maybe we should just do that for political leaders now. Like no, I'm just now we're just now we're just begging for jobs at that point. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we kind of are. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe, we really are. Maybe we should start looking into that. Uh, tie together science and history. <laughs> Episode two: history and exercise. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, so yeah, I got the I got my master's, and then. Mm -hmm. I was still, so I became an adjunct professor. I started teaching. I know I look like I'm 12 years old. Most people are like, how the fuck are you a professor? Like, do kids listen to you? I'm like, actually they do because I can, I'm more closely related to them, you know? So they, they kind of, I can become, I can be on the same level as them. And you know what that's like when you meet someone your age that you can kind of connect with on it. I don't, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hear old, by the way. I hear wise. I've, wise. Like, when you when you hit a certain age, it's just it's not old. It's experience and wisdom. So no that's no way, offense that's taken way there. Way too polite for me. But what's, way too polite. What's cool about like from from me is that like did has education changed? And I think we're going to learn about that as we move forward. You know, just because I graduated a couple of years early, maybe they changed a few things. One small example of my old high school when I graduated, I didn't have to take uh, civics, but the class after me had to. It was a new part of their curriculum. Um, I still wish they should learn how to do your own taxes and things like that, but amen, you know, Seriously. what have you. And, and, and I know we're getting a little off, off subject here. We will get to the exercise science folks. Get to know <laughs> us a little bit, please. Yeah. Come on. We're cool people. Get to you know, know we're not just lab geeks or anything. I mean, I am definitely a lab geek, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. So long story short, I'm now going for my PhD. Um, I just finished my first semester. It was very COVID friendly. I got kicked okay. out of the lab. Wow. After like a month of being there because COVID started skyrocketing, whatever. Numbers went up. And numbers, yeah, okay. numbers went up. You know, numbers go up because if you're uh, starting to test more people, you know, naturally, you're going <laughs> to find out that there are more cases of COVID. Yeah, but. it's a great point. In any case, uh, yeah, so I am just kind of, I'm really interested in trying to put out, as you had mentioned in the beginning, kind of like just putting out information to people in a way that is easier for them to grasp. You know, it's so hard nowadays with all the shit on the internet. Like I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. There's a bunch of shit out there, 
and it's so hard for the general public to really know how to perform a proper search for some type of information because there's so much garbage in the mix of things. So, so much shit on the internet, yeah. like sports max collective shout out so much shit. <laughs> oh, that shit's hilarious though. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to, to shout out seriously. Um, but no, but to build off of what you were saying, I, again, I totally agree with that because I, I had mentioned uh, the example before, if I click a new tab on my computer on Google, it's not just headlines anymore. Half of them are just ads and clickbait. And most of those clickbait stuff, and you put it so wonderfully before, you were like, top 10 ways how to lose weight and, you know, top five foods to eat to avoid your belly and, you know, top five advertisers to stay away from when you're searching, you know, like, oh my God, like, where do I go? It leaves people completely confused and just wandering around the internet, getting a lot of misinformation. Yeah. And it leaves people feeling bad because if you go and read some type of advertisement, that's like, five foods you should never eat. And you're like, well, fuck, I ate that for breakfast and lunch today. Like now what, now what am I going to do? I'm lost. And it makes you feel bad. And then you start getting the self-pity and it's, you're not getting anything from feeling bad about what you ate or, you know, staying away from certain things. So the biggest thing is kind of trying to figure out the balance between a healthy lifestyle, but also a fun lifestyle. There you go. Because the reason why you're exercising is because you're trying to improve the quality of life. And what's the point of doing that if you can't enjoy yourself, if you can't actually put the quality to that life? And this is then this is where we come in. We're here to hopefully debunk some myths. We're here to, you know, uh, put things that we have learned into a more simplistic way so that people are like, oh, that's what that meant. And how nice is it? to be able to say carbs and not carbohydrates. Oh my, yeah. God, they're, they're a little bit snooty with that one, but I, I understand why they would do that because you have to understand that it does break down from hydrates and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into that, but it's nice to say carbs. We should, we should get into it. What's that? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, definitely not. That's terrible. It's boring. <laughs> uh. But uh, so some of, some of the topics that I like to talk about a lot are, and some of the, some of the things that we'll go over in the episode, something like, you know, talking about intermittent fasting, that's a really big thing that I don't necessarily promote. I never tell someone this is for you. This is 100% for you. I want you to start fasting. No, I always like to just provide what the facts are supposedly, because again, they're not even science is never set in stone. As you know, things change all the time. So uh, I like to talk about what it is, how it works, and then how you can potentially apply it to your lifestyle if you think it's something that'll work for you. Mm -hmm. And then also I like to talk a lot about, you know, understanding the basis of a calorie. Ah, so a KCAL. Exactly. What is a KCAL? <laughs> that fancy little thing that you see in all your ladies. Why did he just say KCAL? Do they know something that we don't? Mostly, <laughs> yeah. Actually, 100%. Um, well, to start out, uh, well, let's just dive right in. For example, what is fasting? If you if you tell somebody like me before I went to college, I'm immediately going to go straight to Passover. You know, like it's what it's what religious <laughs> people do thing. right away because that's I mean, pe people will think extremely. It's like, whoa, fasting. Like, what do you mean I can't eat? They'll freak out immediately. What what is fasting when it comes to exercise? You are 100% right. A lot of people are like, <laughs> thank you very much. What can I say? Uh, Bachelor's degree. <laughs> Next to a PhD. Like, who the hell am I right now? But I'm sorry. I, I keep interrupting. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. But uh, Dr. Laura. <laughs> yeah. So the basis of fasting is not to starve yourself. 
you you are technically not eating, but starvation is a kind of a scary term to use. So the way I like to talk about it is one, what is intermittent fasting? Because we have fasting and we also have intermittent fasting. Well, intermittent fasting is basically when you are taking a chunk out of your day dedicated to not eating and the rest you're eating. So you can have an eating window of four hours and a fasting period of 20 hours, or you can narrow it down. If you only want to fast for, uh, say you want to fast for 16 hours, you do the math. I'm not a math person. And then you eat for whatever the other period of time is the main purpose of it is so that you're not just starving yourself for an extended period of time and you're starting off slow. So what that does is what a fast actually does is it causes you to utilize fat for fuel. Uh So what that means in simple terms is you're going to start burning fat rather than carbohydrates. You're going into now your storage facility when it comes to the energy stuff to try to simplify it. You know, if everybody has, you know, some fat storage, which again, everybody has, um, I love when people say I have 0% body fat. I'm like, you should be dead then. Yeah, um, there's no way. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> it, 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 you, you can read all the textbooks you want. Um, and I love like, well, have 2% body fat. I'm like, that's actually kind of unhealthy. I think it's, people are supposed to have like 3.3. I read somewhere, but. Please I'm, go eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, Hopefully. God in heaven. Yeah, help us all and out. Drink like a 30 rack of Bud Light. Yes, yes. So we, like, or Bud Heavy, help them out. You yeah, know? Cheers. yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> like keep, keep the balance, right? Um, but you were saying, yeah, it, it was the fat for fuel, for example, uh, when you when we were making fun of the whole K-Cal thing, um, a calorie, which is scientifically known as a kilo calorie, um, that is like the basic uh, form of energy that comes in as fuel. And that basically gets through, that's like, and remind me, because this is where I kind of fall off the radar a little bit. My retention span is not quite there since I'm so wise. <laughs> um, a kilocalorie gets used for energy, but the kilocalorie gets broken down into one of the three, or all of the three macronutrients. We got fats, we got proteins, and we have um, carbohydrates yes. or carbs. And then, um, so which one burns first? I'm assuming that fat doesn't burn first because if we, if that were the case, we didn't need to fast. Exactly. Okay. So our fast energy system is going to utilize sugar. So carbohydrates, glucose, nice, all terms that you've probably heard of. Um, and so naturally when you put anything into your body, you're going to start utilize, you're going to start breaking it down and burning it quickly by burning it from your, from your stored glucose, from just breaking down carbohydrates. Short and simple, carbohydrates are the easiest to break down. So your body is going to use it right away. Now, when you don't give yourself anything, that's when you're going to start to use fat. So until you burn through all your carbohydrate stores, so all of the sugar that you've put into your system, then you will start to use fat for fuel. So the reason why ketogenic diet has become a thing is because people think, oh, well, if I eat fat, I'm going to burn fat, which is true. And that's a whole nother topic that we will not talk about right now because I will start fuming (laughs) the fact that people would do a ketogenic diet when they could just fast. Yeah. My contract says she fumes at episode three. So she's very good. (laughs) She's going to start throwing shit all over the place. (laughs) Absolutely. She's going to smack that woman right there in Times Square. If she's wearing a mask. Yes. I will (laughs) definitely smack her. Oh man. So 
if somebody were if, if somebody wants to generally lose weight, let's say a very heavy set person wants to lose as much weight as possible, right? Would they want to fast right away or would they want to do something else first? And and how can the fasting benefit that person as opposed to somebody who has a little bit of body fat and they're just trying to tone up? Okay, so I would suggest fasting for anybody. Anybody. If you are trying to lose weight, if you are trying to get gain weight is a little bit different, but even if you're trying to gain weight, no matter what, I would recommend that people fast for at least 12 hours. And that's the short end of the stick. I would recommend that people are fasting for about 15 hours a day. And here is why fasting is not necessarily going to make you lose weight. Fasting is more so for the benefits of letting your body readjust, start to burn fat for fuel and bring your glucose, your insulin levels. Insulin is what takes sugar out of your blood. And what happens is we as Americans tend to eat all day. And the reason being because food is so easily accessible, we are no longer hunter and gatherer. So we literally will just, we'll just see con- food. We're just and consumers. Eat. That's it. We went from hunting and gathering to, to consuming. That's exactly it. That's right. So what, what's happening is we're constantly putting the stress on our body because mm-hmm. we're, we keep putting food in it because it's there. So one of the first things that I would recommend, again, not for everyone, but it's worth a shot. I would recommend fasting just as a general health standpoint. So mm-hmm. just to let your body start utilizing your stored fat. And then you're going to find that if you actually think about it, you know, if you go to bed at eight o'clock and you don't eat until eight in the morning, right. you've already done and you've already done a 12 hour fast. I was going to say something. I'm, I was going to say that sounds very difficult because if you think about it the other way, if you're going to wake up at 8 a.m. and start fasting, that's a horrible day. Like, where's all my meals? That doesn't make any sense. But then you flip the script. You were like, what about nighttime? You sleep for at least, what, six to eight hours. And I'm sure that before you go to bed and after you wake up, you can kind of wait out that full 12-hour period a little bit. So it doesn't sound as hard as as, as soon as somebody says fasting, they think extreme. That's it. They, that's that's the point of, another point of what we're trying to do here is that these things are reachable. These These goals are attainable. These objectives are I ran out of words. It, it, it can be done, folks. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. Like that's the, it, it's, it, it just comes down to as soon as you want to start understanding things in a very simple form, if you break down those complexes into things you can understand, this it, it could be effective. It could be very, very effective. Right. And it doesn't seem so hard to reach. So even if you're doing, so now you've realized, okay, well, 8 p.m. to 8 in the morning, I can do that. No problem. What, where people go wrong is that they don't realize that anything that you put into your mouth is going to break your fast. So even gotcha. if you have, say you're like, oh, I'm just going to have like well, people <laughs> snack at night, you know? <laughs> yeah. I have this cracker and cheese, so it doesn't count. It's like, no, you're still, right. you're, you're it, still grazing counts. That's still added calories, all that stuff. Absolutely. And again, even if you're eating, if you're eating something small, it's not a big deal because you're just going to burn right through it and then start fasting again. But it becomes an issue when people eat late at night and then they eat early in the morning again. So I would say if you can just test yourself, the biggest friend of mine for fasting is black coffee. 
black coffee uh-huh. does not break a fast and neither does tea. It's just caffeine. It's a stimulant. So you can have all of the coffee that you want and it'll actually help curb your hunger. And I know people are like, oh, I want my mocha venti latte <laughs> with the da Save yourself mean, $10 I can't have my dollars. Fra- frappuccino with whipped cream and caramel. Yep. You should. Oh, you, know, I'm at, you know what? Bye. Go spend your $20. I got upset. I'm back. <laughs> with Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Much better. So good. <laughs> but yeah, so even that. So perfect example. People think, oh, well, I do that. I don't eat. But then you realize like you're drinking, say, if you're drinking that at eight o'clock at night, yeah. that's there's sugar in there. There are calories in that drink. Speaking of, here we got probably 110. Yep. 100, 140 right there. 140. 100, 140 K calories. It, so, I'm seeing it backwards, but you guys can see the nutritional facts there. We're, we're, we're a science show. And one of the things that we learned um, uh, during our majors is nutrition. I'm sure that that's a whole nother ball of wax, but- what you put into your body right here, it gets broken down. The companies have already done this for you, folks. Read, get the information and know what to do with it. Gatorade Lime, the original flavor. Open your eyes and quiet the lies. It's only 140 calories. Get out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, so again, so it could be something as simple as cutting out a drink at night that you don't even realize is getting you out of that fat burning stage. Mm. And, um, once you do 12 hours, I swear you're going to be like, Oh, I could do 13. You're like, Oh, I don't need to eat till 10. Some days I know this is, this is a little absurd, but I'll go 24 hours. And I am not even just saying that this, because I'm not, I'm not some advert. I'm not trying to advertise fasting for anybody. You know, I'm just saying from my perspective, you feel unbelievably amazing. Like your brain is sharp as hell. Mm. You are, you have so much energy. Like once you get past this, maybe around 16 hours, you start to mind fuck yourself. You're like, need a cheeseburger. <laughs> and then, and then a few minutes go by and you're like, ah, I'm good. I don't need it. And you feel like you could go forever. Yeah. For the food lovers, that is so difficult though. You know, it's like some, some people love food so much that as they're eating breakfast, they're thinking about lunch. So psycho- I do that. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You said you were Italian, right? Yes. There you go. I mean, even like I'm Irish, but we don't, we're not known for our foods, but I love Italian food and I could totally just, it doesn't matter if it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I love it. It's hard not to love very delicious and tasty foods. However, again, you have to know what goes in your body. And the reason why we're bringing up this whole fasting thing, I should say you're bringing it up and you're doing a wonderful job is that um, it's what happens when you go through that fasting period. You know, it's not, oh, well, you know, if you eat nothing, then we're not going to have that fuel to do what we're supposed to do. Yes, exactly. If you're going to continue to think that way, then none of this can be possible. But if you are going through the benefits of fasting and all of a sudden like, oh no, I'm not, I didn't reach 12 hours. I'm really, really hungry. Can I eat? Let's like, yeah, just freaking these eat. are just suggestions. Yeah. Eat when you're hungry. That's Hell what, that's, yeah. that's what I go off of. It's like, sometimes people look at me and they're like, you didn't have breakfast today. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I, it just so happens that I'm just not hungry. Is that, yeah. it's, I don't know why that's so like, do I look absurd. Like I'm starving myself. It's 12 o'clock time to eat. <laughs> I don't feel like eating right now. I'm not hungry. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just don't want to eat exactly at 12 sharp. Relax. You yeah, know, it's why like, are we putting a time to this? <laughs> yeah, there you so go. So crazy. Break fast. Why are we even, who said that we should break fast? Mm-hmm. I'm so confused by it. There you go. Uh, That's fun. I actually didn't think about that. Yeah. Break so, breakfast. Yeah. Huh. You're supposed to break your fasting. 
Yeah. Wow. But are you supposed to? And um, that's a, the thing with kids too, is the snacking and why type two diabetes has become such an issue is because people are not born with type two diabetes. People are born with type one diabetes. That's what differentiates the two mostly, most, right? For the most part. For the most yes. part. There's A and B. That's a little too, Yeah. we're, we're, we're not going to confuse people yeah. here. So type two diabetes is literally from being fat. And it's from overeating and it's from eating too frequently because you're not, again, you're not letting your body rest. You're not letting your insulin levels, your glucose, all that stuff that needs to, it spikes up and down throughout the day, which is why you get the tired feeling randomly. You have all these fluctuations in your glucose levels, your sugar levels. But if you start fasting, you're going to realize that you won't get that midday crash as much Mm -hmm. and you'll actually feel it's weird because what happens is if when your body goes into starvation mode, when you stop eating, the reason why I said I felt so mentally sharp is uh, one of the reasons is because you're, if you think about hunter and gatherers, bringing it back to the old times, which I know we are not hunter and gatherers. We don't have <laughs> My to birthday. be like them. We're not trying to like revert back <laughs> to, we're not yeah. like, no, but the, uh, the biggest thing with that is that they needed to have time. They needed to fast to become clear, to, to be able to gather more food, which Mm -hmm. is why these hormones are released in your brain that actually make you sharper and start to function better. And I I would do it at school. I'd fast for 24 hours and then go sit in a 7 PM class and be amazing. Gotcha. Okay. I never thought of that to be quite honest, primitively and then evolutionary wise, because this is a science class. Um, or it's a science subject. You go from the primitive times. So like the hunters, hunters and gatherers, right? Once you've gathered all the food, there's no reason to hunt. So that gets, that part of their brain gets shut down and they're just going to enjoy what they've gathered, gathered, excuse me, until the food starts running out. And then that thing starts to come up again, where it's like, we need more food. We got to go gather more evolutionary wise for a millennia. It's come down to that's basically when people get really hungry and hangry and things like that. It's because that's what they were. That's what they were used to. And I love that. It, it, it's still pre- uh, prevalent to current health issues and health um, uh, habits as well. So yeah, I love exactly. that. And, yeah. and it's a wonderful it, way to think. What people don't realize is that you can go two weeks without eating. Your body that has is very true. that many stored calories that you yeah. of fat that you don't need food especially especially the bigger people like it's funny but yes those people actually have a longer survivability rate what is it like was i three weeks was it 20 or 21 days without food 24 hours without water when you're really something like that really sorry yeah that's 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 that movie hunger yeah no one's asking (laughs) to not eat for three weeks there's no need for that but uh yeah so i mean you can take it with a grain of salt do whatever you please with it but it is a very interesting you know, if what, what you can start doing is, all right, well, how about you? Do you typically, what is, what are your eating habits? Like what time windows or, you know, approximately when do you eat dinner? For me personally? Yeah. Um, normally if I, if I wake up at a normal time, it'd be like maybe a 1 PM breakfast. (laughs) Um, no, normally like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I fasted if I really think about it. Without even knowing about it. Yeah. Yeah, Me being unemployed is actually healthy. (laughs) Um, no, but realistically I would say around maybe, you know, 10, 10, 30, that's when I, that's like the latest time that I would have a breakfast. And then the next time I would start to feel hungry is like 5 PM and people look at me and go, well, what happened to lunch? I'm like, that is my lunch. 
But then what happens when if if I if I were to go to bed at eight thirty, which I don't, but let's say for the, for example, if I go to bed at eight thirty, I wouldn't be able to eat. Well, that's only two meals. You're not you're supposed to have three meals a day. Huh. Now we're getting Says back into food. why do I you get right? Why do I have to have three meals? Well, why don't you have five small ones? Didn't they tell you to cut up every meal and 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 do and, and sp- sprinkle your meals throughout it keeps the day? Your metabolism going. Yeah. Does what about the metabolism, and and the sodium? What about all those things? It's like. You know, if, if you're going to what if us to death, then, that's, it, then we're not going to go anywhere. Right, that's too you know? much. But for me personally, I, I, I only eat when I'm hungry. And sometimes it could be one meal a day. Sometimes it could be four. Right. It's just whenever I'm hungry. To your body. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same thing for me. And these, so fasting is a little bit different for a woman compared to a man because Why? you guys are on a 24 hour circadian rhythm. Like you guys, your hormones are pretty fluctuate or are pretty steady. Whereas for women and I'm not saying like, Oh, feel bad for us. Like it's fine. We're, but we're on what's no, there's not a- enough of that going on right now. No, <laughs> not even close. We're on what's called an infradian rhythm. So we actually don't have a, cyclic 24 hour period, you know, where we're, we're balanced. We're always up and down. Everything's always fluctuating. So there's, there are times in the month where I'm like, nah, I don't need food. Like I'm good. I can go 20 hours. No problem. Didn't even think about food. And Guys then- are like, what does bloated feel like? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do me a favor before we move on circadian. And what was the other one? Infradian. What are the differences? Do you know? So for a circadian rhythm, it's 24 hours. And then infraradian rhythm, which is females, it's a four. So we have four cycles in our, in our, during our period, during our menstrual cycle. Okay. So the infraradian rhythm would basically align with each of the four, with each cycle. So four cycles. Mm -hmm. So we have four different weeks basically. So we're on a weekly type of, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, cycle. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're cycle, here to simplify. Cycle, cycle. We're here to simplify things. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, what happens is, you know, for example, right before a woman menstruates, then it'll be, I never say that word properly. Menstruates. Menstruate. I think it's menstruate. Menstruate. Yeah. Because there's a year- three older sisters is I, by the way. Yeah. That's something <laughs> that I feel totally perfectly comfortable about this. Go for it. No problem. You're basically talking to a sister at this point. Cause <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff in that wastebasket, I think, than you have. So feel free. Go go for it. This is going to be great. It's interesting, though. Education. Hey, men and women, we got to know. We got to know these things. We really do. We got to know the difference. But but yeah, so uh, your hormones will... So basically, right before your period... There we go. Much better. Flows right off the tongue. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) You actually are... Your body thinks that you're pregnant, so you're feeding two people, per se. And what happens is you have a very hard time fasting during that period. Mm -hmm. But afterwards, after your period, you're like, ah, I don't need food. Like I'm good. Which is why a lot of women are like, Oh, I'm about to get my period. I'm craving this, 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 whatever. And all of chocolate and Bridget Jones. Yep. Yeah. Bridget Jones. Oh my (laughs) hell. Yes. I'm a big PS. I love you guy. Whatever. Hell yes. I was just talking about that movie the other day. Huge. Yes, can, we, can, we, can we go off subject for a second? Oh, yeah, please. Okay. That's, that's I mean, getting boring anyways. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm over that shit. This show sucks. Let's talk movies. <laughs> okay, we were, talk, we were talking about um, the, the, the cycles and stuff like that and, 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 and movies and such, whatever. But um, hormones are a, a very, very huge key to the difference between women and men 
and how they exercise and what they eat and when they eat and and all of these things. And I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll cover that in, in, in other episodes and such, but you were going on about um, when, when women are basically having that feeling. Right. So the whole, whole purpose of me saying was that you should just listen to your body, your mm-hmm. body, everything that is happening to you, your body will find some way to let you know if you are PMSing and you're hungry and your body wants food, give your damn body food. Like I'll go to town. I'll eat two double cheeseburgers, fries, 20 piece nuggets. Like I'm all for just eating shit sometimes just cause it's like, that's going to give me mental sanity, but then I'll go to the gym and I'll kick someone's fucking ass for an hour and I'll sweat it out, you know, balance, get it. I just have a mixed salad and I cry in a pillow. That's my cardio <laughs> right there. I get a, I get a, <laughs> That's even better because now you're, yeah, I'm not even going to, because now my brain's just turning. And I know. I feel, I feel like I'm hurting you and not helping you at this point now. I'm just getting your mind off the subject. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the whole purpose of all of, you know, comparing men to women is that the best thing that you can do is listen to your body. If you want to fast every day of the week, that's great. But if your body can only handle you doing it two times a week, that is even that is just as good or or, that's a lie. It is not just as good, but it is still good. And it's something, anything is good. It's what your body is telling you specifically on a case, um, uh, on a different case basis. Yeah. Like if you wake up and you're hungry, like you said, sometimes you're like, I need to eat right now. Just eat. Like you're good. Yeah. Don't get confused. You know, don't get hunger confused with whatever the hell else you got going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, uh, do you feel that people should have a, a, a specific uh, schedule? Let me, let me word this correctly. If they want to eat specific foods throughout the day, right? Let's say if they want to have, you know, things that are, you know, low in carbohydrates and moderate in fat, high in protein, you know, trying to do the weight loss thing and, and speckled throughout, should they worry about doing it first thing in the morning or the very last thing before they eat at night? I say yes, just because... It matters in the morning because it kick, it gives you a kickstart first. That's the good part. But if you eat right before you go to bed, not so much. It's just food sitting in your stomach, not really doing much. And would, also, would I be right or you're one hundred percent right? Oh, great. Okay. That's a, it. A lot Show's of, over. Yeah, okay. exactly. We'll see you next Done. week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Hit the lights. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever yeah. told me I'm right. Oh my god. You've been wonderful, really. <laughs> no, I'm speaking for you. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But, I'll be over here yeah, for a while. No, you, you hit the nail on the head. So you should definitely, what happens is also if you eat too late at night, it keeps your blood pressure elevated. So you don't really get a good night's sleep. You're trying to, you know, metabolize whatever the hell you put in your body. I mean, if you are going to eat at night, try and follow the fasting regime and try and, you know, eat something higher in fat mm-hmm. if you're going to eat at night so that you're not spiking, you know, the sugar that's yeah. getting into your body. But other than that, it goes by whatever you feel like. If you feel like you want to eat a late dinner, that's fine. Eat, keep your late dinner. Just skip breakfast then. Or uh-huh, if okay. you if you like to eat an earlier dinner, then push back. Put, make your breakfast earlier. <laughs> make your breakfast a little bit earlier, and you know, do whatever works for you. There really is no. As long as you're getting in some type of window, there is no really right or wrong to it. There you go. Or timing. It mix between you know listening to your body. <laughs> <laughs> and just and, and 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 knowing these things is fantastic. You hear me too. And, and, and I stutter yeah, so, so bad. Yeah, we're done because it's too much science now. It's like <laughs> shit. This is getting boring. My brain is slowing down. I have to eat less. 
you know, but they, the, the, the one thing that I wanted to ask as well, um, I love, I love how I say the one thing and that's like, that's like the sixth thing I've been asking <laughs> you basically. Um, is, is there a reason why it goes between 12 and 15 hours for fasting? Yeah. So that's when your body starts to actually utilize fat. Okay. So, I mean, most studies, again, research is, you know, it's all over the place, but most studies have shown that right around the 15 hour mark is really when your body is fully utilizing fat for fuel, which again is why people will do the ketogenic diet, because that is when, you know, when you're only consuming fat, you will be only utilizing fat for fuel. You'll be tapping into the stores that you talked about. And again, just, you know, again, it's a whole nother topic, but just consider the fact that they essentially do the same thing. But if you fast, you don't have to eat lard every meal of the day. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I love it. Up. Yeah, absolutely. And then what you bring into your body is very important. And we, and I think we've already touched upon that and it's wonderful. I think, and you're right. I think there's so many people, as soon as they hear the word fasting, they're just like, oh, no, no, no. I love food too much. I can't yeah. do this. Oh my God. I love, do you love food? I, I fucking love food. love food. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan. Dude, I like to drink too. Like I'm no, I'm no crazy I enjoy health drinking. freak. Yeah. Just. I make it enjoyable. Yeah. Now, so. now when it comes to that, I, I usually, whenever people say that, they're like, oh, go with Tito's if you want to stay healthy and drink. It's like Tito's is the whole gluten free and, and all that stuff. Like, are there healthier suggestions? Should people stick to the seltzers? Should people do whatever? Um, I'm, that's where I get a little bit lost because alcohol doesn't really come with nutrition facts. <laughs> it's what the company decides to give you. So it's like we'll generate our own nutrition facts there. Now you're talking. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. So I would say if, I mean, it's difficult because what happens is when people do drink seltzers, they tend to drink a lot more of them <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. you know, they're making up for the alcohol that's not in there. You see so, how thin the can is? Exactly. I could have more, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I do think if you go for a lower, you know, whatever's lower in calories, so they are only hundred calories, which is great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just trying to keep things. So like if I am drinking vodka, I'll do vodka with water, squeeze a lemon and lime. You don't okay. even taste the vodka. So, yeah, I call that the skinny bitch. Um, I don't know who invented <laughs> that term, but that is the skinny bitch. Drink. Okay. So just whatever is lower in calories. I mean, yeah. if you like drinking beer, drink beer, but try not make a love ultra, for example, yeah. not to shout out a sponsor or anything, but <laughs> um, what is it? 90 calories at this point? Yeah. That would probably be suggested if you're looking to lose weight That's and you excellent. like to drink, yep. you know, and you're not, we're not, we're not suggesting Odules. We're not saying end your life. We're not saying drink non-alcoholic beer because yeah, who would have, oh my God. I don't understand that concept either. I don't get it. Why don't you just have a, oh, well then again, I don't know. Does, either do it or don't. Does Odules have less calories than ginger ale? I highly doubt it. Me too. You're just trying to look cool. Odul Wait, I, I, I'm sorry, but anybody who drinks an Odul's is not trying to look cool. I have to disagree with that. I mean, okay, yeah, you're right. Can you imagine being like, yeah, yeah, what's up? How are you doing? What, what, what am I drinking right now? You don't even want to know. I don't think I don't think they're out there to look Excuse cool. Excuse me, sir. Is that an Odul's bottle? Why? What, what if it is? Well, why would you be drinking such a thing? Are you an alcoholic or are you? I used to be a faster Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. I make sense. <laughs> we make total sense here. Yeah. So fuck O'Doul's. Yeah. <laughs> just don't just don't drink that. Absolutely. Intermittent. Intermittent fasting. So intermittent would be um 
what's the one where people would start a sprint, stop, start a sprint, stop, start a sprint, stop. It's such that like it's hit training. Hi. Yeah. Interval training. Interval is the word I'm looking okay. for. Thank you. That's it's sometimes uh, intermittent interval. They sound similar. You're only thinking of one word. That's what happened just now. <laughs> so the difference between intermittent fasting and interval training, two completely different worlds. Um, but would you say interval fasting, would that be something that, that, that would be beneficial? For example, I'm not going to eat for, I don't know, eight hours and then have a meal and then fast for another eight hours and then have a meal and then just stick to that schedule. That, that'd be great too, because again, any time that you're breaking up the period in between meals, it's good. So don't think that you have to be stuck with 12 to 15 to 18 hours. Even if you're only having one to two meals a day, that is excellent because you're fasting, you're giving yourself enough time to re-regulate everything. There you go. Yeah. That's why I asked those questions because um, they get me. such great answers. Uh, you ask the best questions. Don't know what to say, but, uh, you do you have all the right answers that, uh, so that was a great overview of intermittent fasting. We'll have some good topic to come up with for next whatever day we don't have jobs where <laughs> yeah. tomorrow probably. Majors, so this has become our job. We're getting creative and thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was awesome. I really feel like uh, everybody learned a lot and we've touched upon many things, even though we were trying to mainstream our way through fasting and intermittent fasting, but I love how we can touch upon other things. And I think that we're, we're, we're going to be debunking myths. Yeah, we're, we're really going to be helping some gonna, people out. Yeah. We're going to teach you guys the real shit. That's right. And I love how we have a woman here and a man here because we have the hormone talks. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited. I want to talk about everything all at once. So, so yeah, r- wrap us up here. Shout out to sports mask and ski mask. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Laura, for having me. You've been wonderful and lovely. Yes. Thank you so much for coming in the in-person meeting. This is awesome. We're in a basement. It's lovely. We're actually in (laughs) Times Square though. Sorry. It just blew my cover. Um, Yeah. So this is Simplified Science on Ski Mask Media. Shout out to Ski Mask Host. Check out Sports Mask Collective. Check out Offensive. Check out Paul, man. Check those guys out. That is a hilarious show. Hell yeah. I mean, this Ski Mask dude, I don't know who the hell he is, but he's got some stuff going on. He's got some people. I mean, look at us. We're fucking great. Mm -hmm. Anyways, thank you so much. Did you just blow a kiss? (laughs) I just did. It also means thank you as well.